0: For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media, on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Welcome to another edition of Around the 717. I am Carl C.J. Frederick, your host. And joining me shortly is a special, very special guest in one of the newest editions of the Lancaster County Hall of Fame, former Manheim Central fullback, linebacker, All State uh, player Dan Kreider, who's in their Hall of Fame. He was just inducted in the Lancaster County Hall of Fame. He's going to talk about that, um, what he's been doing since then. If you don't know, Dan Kreider played in the NFL for close to 10 years, the Pittsburgh Steelers. As a Super Bowl ring. I saw him play. He was a he was a bad dude. And I mean that in a good way. So he's gonna be joining us shortly and we'll be right back. For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Around the 717, and joining me is a very special guest, the newest member of the Lancaster County Hall of Fame, and man, I'm central, great, Uh, Dan Kreider. How you doing, coach? hi I'm doing great thanks for having me on hey thanks for joining me man I know you you know busy schedule you're still coaching and everything and trying trying to keep up man but I appreciate you taking the time absolutely absolutely is
1: this, this is a privilege of mine to be able to be a part of this yeah no
0: it's awesome so tell us I mean we're and when you uh because yeah, you're already in the man, man I'm Central Hall of Fame correct or is that is that yes common?
1: no that is correct yeah it's been several years ago I was put into that uh Hall of Fame um yeah, I, I should know the year off the top of my head, but no, I don't. I don't actually know what year it was, but
0: <laughs> you have so many accolades, you can't keep up, right, Coach?
1: Well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, <my> <laughs> I'm
0: getting older, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, what? Um, uh, I know you've been you've been helping out with Penn Manor's varsity staff for how many years now? Did you come in when so Brubaker it, yeah. took over?
1: No, I, I would have been after that a few years. Um, my first season was 2019 I came in at the beginning of the season. So I guess this would be my fifth season. Um, okay. So my after my first season, we went right into COVID. So um, it, it took a couple of years to have a normal off season. Um, and so, you know, thankfully we've had that the last couple of years here. Um, and, okay. you know, and then we were going, we were going through construction as well there with the Penn matter high school. Uh, so kind of glad to put all that kind of stuff behind us now and then just have like the normal, off season have normal facilities and
0: and all that. How does everything look now with the new facilities? I heard it's really nice. I, I I'm I live in Virginia now, so I don't get back there as much. But how's everything look now?
1: No, it, it turned out great. I mean, they did a great job. The school is great. Um, we have a field house that you know is operational for us and the middle school team, and then uh, a nice weight room, uh, which has been big because during the construction phase we were kind of in limbo with a weight room. Uh, right. We were, makeshift weight room in the in a, a basement at the uh the Newfield house and then um well even during COVID we didn't really have one. Uh so it was kind of like guys wow. were working out on their own and stuff like that. So it it does feel good to know that hey we have a weight room that we can use in the in the in the school there, which is great.
0: And let's talk about Penn Manor's season right now, because it's you know obviously it you know started off not so great, but you guys have been on quite the roll three in a row, man. What's been yeah, the turnaround? No. What's been the big reason?
1: No, I give the kids a lot of credit. I mean, they, they battled through some of the diversity early in the year. I mean, we were struggling just to score points for the first few games. Um, you know, had some injuries and, and some other things come up and, but, uh, guys kept battling and, and, uh, thankfully we put a couple games together here and, uh, you know, feel good about where we're at. It feels good to go from 0 and 4 to 3 in a row. And, and, uh, we have a tough opponent this week and in, in Wilson, but, um, you know, hey, the guys. I think the biggest thing they're learning is just to keep playing. You know, regardless yeah. of what's happening, play after play, you just keep battling. Uh, and that's a that's a hard hur- hurdle to get over. Sometimes when things aren't going well, then guys start to look at the scoreboards, start to you know look around, and, and feel like it isn't going the way it should be going. Uh, but you just kind of remind them, like, listen, just play the next play. Just keep working. Yeah, you know, anything can happen. So I'm I'm thankful and, and, and encouraged
0: by where guys are at. That's, that's well said coach. What, let me ask you something. Cause you, you played at man, central with their great tradition and you know, you were winning every year and you come into this culture. I'm not saying like if Penn Manor was like a losing culture, they were, you know, and you guys have had success these last couple years, but what, like, was that an adjustment for you where you come, you, you, whether it's at man, central or Pittsburgh where you're winning all the time to, Hey, you know, not so much here at Penn Manor. Like, was that an, was that tough for you in the family? Uh, I, I don't know. I
1: mean, it's, you know, I've won and lost over the years playing football. I mean, I know in high school, you know, we had a lot of success. And it wasn't until I got to college where I was more about 500 in college. So I got, a, you know, experience, you know, losing some games and what that looked like. And, uh, you know, in the NFL, it's like you're not going undefeated in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like you lose right. games as well. And, and um, you know, I, I, it wasn't like, hey, you, you hear what's going on at Penn Manor. when I, you know, came in to be able to help. Coach Brubaker, I mean, he's been doing it forever. I mean, he, right. and he's a good coach. I mean, it's uh, and it's, it, it was fun to just come alongside him. But, um, you know, I, it's not like you're surprised. That, like, to me, I'm like, football is a tough sport. I mean, it's a tough thing to do. Um, and you need guys that are committed to do the work off season, in season, and do what the coaches have to say, even when you might be banged up, um, you know, and going against tough opponents in the section one. I mean, section one is one of the toughest in the, in the, in the Lancaster Lebanon league and, and the um, state
0: for that matter, you can make that it, argument, honestly.
1: No, this is true. And so, uh, you know, in my mindset, I, you know, you just come down to, Hey, just it's one play at a time. And, um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of football over the years, so it, not a lot surprises me, you know, and, and, uh, yeah. you know, even if you know, you come into a program where like, Hey, they've had losing records. You're like, listen, it's a new year, new set of guys. Uh, if they're willing to do the work um, and listen to the coaches and, Go out there and, and bond as a team. I mean, anything's possible, and um, and that's what I like about the game. You know what I mean? It's you're not always going to win them all, you know. And and uh, <laughs> football football teaches you a lot of life lessons for sure. Um, so for me, it's it's just fun to be in the in the locker room with those guys and and the camaraderie that I have on the
0: team right now. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Do you still uh, um keep in contact with the uh anybody from Manheim central like coach williams or anything are you still in contact with them i know you've been out living in millersville for quite some time now yeah i mean brubaker's obviously
1: coach brubaker's the guy my man High connection mostly right. right now but uh yeah there, there's times i i get in touch with uh coach williams it's been a while since i've touched base with him but uh yeah things come up at times um you know where i get an opportunity to. Uh, either do a speaking engagement or, or rubs the shoulders of some of those guys. And obviously we live, we're not that far away. And, you know, some of these people you see at different events or whatever. So it's, um, yeah,
0: I still uh, stay connected to some level. Okay. All right. All right. Very cool. That's awesome, man. Um, now, was it, I said before you came on, you played, Was it? how many years were you in the NFL? Was it nine, 10? Did I get that right? Or how many, I know you were there and you were in the league for quite some time.
1: Yeah, so I played 10 seasons total. Uh I,
0: played oh, I went I went under. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I played 8 with the Steelers and then uh I spent a year with the Rams and a year with the Cardinals. Uh so Okay. Okay. Um uh 2009 would have been my last season.
0: So, okay, and your ring was the, the um with with the Steelers was that in 05 or 06? Yeah, yeah. That season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that cause You you, know, you blocked for a lot of a lot of good running backs. Obviously, Jerome Bettis is the first one that came to my mind. Was there any back in particular that you you loved blocking for, or any back in particular that just drove you insane or crazy?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I I always like you know uh, blocking for the bus just because that was early in my career. We spent the most time together. Um, you know, one of the things coming out of college when I came to Pittsburgh, you know, you see what you see on TV of, of a guy like Jerome Bettis and. And you're like, man, he's such a big guy, and uh, you know, you're like, is he as good as what everybody says he is? And so you get into you get into training camp, and and when you see it live, then you're like, man, he's a big guy, but he has some of the best vision and fit, uh, footwork, you know, around for a big guy. And so it, it made my job I feel like easier because he, you know, we read the plays the same, uh, and and him being a big back, right? Sometimes you didn't always have to make a perfect block, and he was going to make yards, you know. So he made the rest of us look pretty good when. Hey, you didn't make a perfect block, but he just run through the guy, you know? And so,
0: yeah, he was a hall of famer for a reason.
1: Yeah. No question. No question. And, uh, and he, you know he played through anything. I mean, he was one of the toughest guys I played with and, um, but no, I, I would have said that he was by far my, probably the, the best blo- uh, running back to block for, um, there's some other guys I did block for over the years that, you know, were you know good too. I mean, I was with the Rams, Steven Jackson, there was, it was a good back and, right. um, I don't know that there's anybody that really frustrated me so much. You know, it was was more – yeah, as long as you were healthy and out there and and doing
0: the job, I mean, most of these backs in the league are pretty good. So, it made my job pretty easy. Does it, like, as you were a fullback for – I mean, not just in uh, the pros, but college and high school and I'm sure um, growing up too. Does it bother you, like, that the fullback position – it bothers me and I never play fullback, but like the fullback position is kind of going away in the NFL. Uh
1: yeah, I don't know that it bothers me. I mean, um, you know, some teams still kind of carry one, but they don't really use them like they used to. Right. Um, you know, when I was in high school, I played like a running back in, in a beer system and then a linebacker. And linebacker was probably my better position in high school. And um, so I just you know, I enjoyed hitting people. So that kind of just worked into <laughs> playing fullback. At college and in the NFL, but uh, you know, in some ways, some of the stuff that you deal with with your body after the fact. Um, now, these this many years later, I kind of say it probably is good that fullback position isn't quite what it was because um, okay. you do a lot. You do a lot of abuse to your body, uh, and I think when you're in it, you're like, "Hey, I'm just playing the next play." You're just conditioned to keep playing each game. Okay, uh, but but then when it's kind of when it's all over. Um, You're looking at your body, and the the day-to-day aches and pains are still there.
0: Um, Are they still there for you? I got to ask. You played a long time, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my last season, 09, I had a neck injury that ended my career. And so five years after that, I started getting neck surgeries. Um, So I probably had three neck surgeries in about a three-year period. Um, And that, for me, was a lot of chronic pain stuff I was dealing with, uh, pinched nerves in the neck. and so yeah, I, I would say that you know, there's not too many joints in my body that I haven't injured over the years. <laughs> and so when you get get a little bit older, then those joints have a little bit more inflammation, and you know jo- the joints don't work quite
0: the same. You know what I mean? And right, right, right. I, um, mean, I don't, to an extent, I do. I didn't play as long as you did, coach. But yeah, yeah I get where you come you're coming yeah. from. I didn't seem to. You're still coaching, and you're obviously your son played for Penn Manor. He played played a long time it didn't that didn't seem to deter you from like uh discouraging your son or and anybody else from playing football though it seems like
1: yeah i mean i i would have said that some of the fun the funnest football i played was back in high school uh and so i've I really encourage the boys to, you know i have two more boys coming along uh, oh, okay okay freshman and one's a seventh grader and they seem like they want to continue to play and you know, I, I enjoyed football in high school. It's just the expectations. I mean, even being at Mannheim, you know, we had some teams before us that had pretty high expectations of the team going forward. And um, But, you know, you just had a lot of fun. I, I don't know, you know, expectations on the field. You just you went out and played, and it was just fun. Um, and so, you know, I I don't ro- worry about that too much with the guys at this age. I mean, yes, there's chance for injury. Um, right. I do think that they protect guys a lot better, you know, with concussions okay. and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I, I just keep stressing the off-season workouts, you know, get okay. yourself, take care of your body on the off-season, get it prepared for the season and should help you get through it better. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of what I'm dealing with is I played football for 20 years. You know, I started playing when I was 12. Holy cow. And then And then stopped playing when I was 32. So, I mean, I think a lot of that stuff just, Accumulated over time, probably, <laughs> you know, and yeah, um, yeah. these guys are talking about a couple years in high school, and you're playing ten games a year is different than twenty games a year, like we did in the NFL. So, it's now I'm encouraging them to do it, you know. I, I think there's a lot, a lot of, like I said before, like a lot of life lessons you can learn uh, from Absolutely. playing sports in general, and especially football. So,
0: that's well said, Coach. Do you, uh, you know, because you're you're a legend. I mean, I didn't know didn't need to know about the I. The, the Hall of Fame induction to know about your status. Do you like see? Do kids come up to you at like asking for advice? I work as a scout for uh, Prep Red Zone, and I get messages from kids all the time about you know what they can do to get more opportunities. Do you have any advice or anything you want to share with the kids? Because I get, I mean, it would be great help to me because they're they're like sending me questions like I, like they think I have connections and stuff. So if you had any advice <laughs> you wanted to share, yeah, you're do. talking like high you're like high school players or just yes sir. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that at this age, um, you know, learning a, a good training workout, a tra- training program to do, um, you know, is going to be super helpful. Uh, I mean, I, I know right now with our team here, you're just encouraging guys that like, hey, strength training and taking care of your body and, and um, is super important, you know, uh, to, to be able to get go out there and do this job at a high level um and then uh you know I, along with that i think some of the challenge you have in coaching is just encouraging guys to be coachable um and by that i mean just be teachable uh i think there has to be a spirit of within a guy to be like hey i'm okay to getting constructive criticism um you know i think sometimes guys are quick to take it personal like oh you know mm-hmm. i'm trying to defend myself and um you know for all the years that you know i played football i you know and you've heard it before from coaches hey I don't want to hear excuses, you know, uh, just go do it kind of thing. And, and, and in the NFL, I mean, I learned everything was filmed. And so there was no ability to talk your way out of anything because it was all filmed all the time. And so, um, you knew at times you'd have to watch a film session was going to make you feel a little stressed out because you knew you did something wrong. (laughs) Right. Um, but being able to sit in that stress and being willing to be coachable made me a better player, uh, because then I had the opportunity to just, you know, hear the what they had to say, uh, learn from it, um, and, and move forward. Um, sometimes guys now are just quick to be like, "Oh, def- being defensive, making excuses," and I'm like, "Just be teachable." You know, like, "Hey, we're I'm evaluating you from what I see. Uh, you as a player can only see what's in front of you. You can't see your whole body or all the other things going on around you." And um, so that that would be a helpful tip for guys at that okay. age. Um, and then, yeah, like I said before, just training. <laughs> <laughs> Training gonna be something that's gonna be hard to. It's consistency over time. I tell that to these guys now. I'm like, it doesn't happen mm. overnight. Right. Uh, you get a plan together, and, and then you just you get a your work out partners, guys to work with, and just
0: stick it out for the long haul because it, it takes time. Yeah, that's well said, Coach. Now, what now? I know you've been coaching um, these last uh, four or five years. Um, what uh, what else you've been been up to? I know you understand you own a couple of construction businesses. Is that correct? Or what what have you been up to? in your retirement? Yeah. So after
1: retirement, I had gotten into uh, some property management uh, through my family and and a construction company as well. And, um, you know, I initially after getting retired from football, I had, I was more involved uh, probably in the last handful of years with some of the neck surgeries and and some of the the medical issues I kind of backed out of some of these things. So uh i'm still involved in decision making process with the with the construction company and, and property management but not as involved as much in the day-to-day okay uh, but you know i i've been fortunate we've you know uh to be in a position where you don't have to work uh all the
0: time and uh i'm thankful for that okay okay very cool man Keep you so busy you still have any contacts with, with your nfl days anybody you keep in contact with there
1: yeah, so a couple guys I played with, Jeff Harding's, uh, is probably the main one that comes to mind. He uh, he would have played oh for the Penn State guard back. right? Well, he played center. He was a guard. Oh, you're in the right. Play. You're right. My yeah. fault. No, well, well, but when he came out, he played in Detroit, uh, and then I think he was a guard coming out of college from Penn State. Then when he came as a free agent to Pittsburgh, he ended up being center uh, yeah. for for us. But um, I talked to him, you know, pretty, you know, when I can. He's actually a head coach of a high school team out in Ohio somewhere. So him and I all talk about stuff that we deal no, with. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And then, um, you know, some of the other guys I ran into, we had a, a Hall of Fame thing. Well, uh, I guess probably the last one was Troy Polamalu got in- inducted, and uh, I think and Bill Coward did at the same time. Uh, because of COVID, they ended up doing both inductions, both back-to-back years in the same year. And really? so I saw – uh, and so that was just the other year. Here they had done, I think, on Saturday. How was it now? Is it, I think, one day was the one, prior year, and then the next year, was, and the next day was the next year, but anyway. Um, Coward was in, and, and Troy was in, and and um, uh, I guess I'm saying that right anyway. They were, I just remember being yeah. out there at the whole of we'll go with it either way, guys. coach. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was it was fun to catch up with a lot of those guys, uh, you know. You don't see him and talk to them as much, but you still have that connection. Um, you know, sometimes they have a reunions at Pittsburgh uh, with a Super Bowl team. Uh, so I've gotten an opportunity to see guys that way. But probably Jeff Harding's, Travis Kurski. Um, okay. A couple other guys who probably been named you'd hear, you know, as well that I played with early in my career. And But, you know, hey, guys are all over the country. So it does make it more difficult. Yeah.
0: To, yeah to I, was, keep, but anyway. I was curious about that. Now, you put again, we you played in the NFL for 10 years and you played on some really, really good Steelers teams with some very uh uh wild personalities. It seems like, do you have any stories like <laughs> you want you, you like to share? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> you can do a PG or R rated version, whatever you <laughs> want to do.
1: <laughs> well, I had to think, I'm sure I, there's a bunch. If I think about it, I mean, probably the one that was most impactful early on when I came into uh Pittsburgh as a, a free agent out of college. So, my first year in 2000 was out at Three Rivers Stadium. It was the last season, at Three Rivers Stadium before Heinz. You Field played in Three Field. Rivers? Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> well, keep going, keep going.
1: Yeah, no. So, it was, um, you know, coming into that stadium, we had mini camps in the spring. And so I, I was wide eyed and whatever. I didn't know what I was walking into. But I remember after one of our first practices in the, in the mini camp, you know, we weren't even in pads. We were just in helmets and guys were getting pretty physical, um, in the practice. Cause it was like, typically in the spring, you have 80 guys on the team and everybody's okay. fighting jobs. I mean, you know, cut downs are going to come down in, 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 uh, July down to about 53, but guys were fired up back in, you know, in the spring. And I just remember coming in, you know, there were some fights on the field at the time, and I was like, all right, this is what's happening here. These guys are, you know, grown <laughs> men or whatever. We go into the locker room, and I got a guy. He's running across the middle of the locker room with the chair. Like, he was about to hit a guy over the head. And people okay. stepped in and stopped everything from happening. You're like, all right, this is for real around here. These guys ain't messing around. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of a shock value there. like No holds barred, sounds like. Yeah, like, really, really. I mean, I, I think guys were – so that was – it, it ended up fine. Everybody get calmed down, but I think it was just it was one of those shock value things as a young college guy. But, uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, it was wow. interesting.
0: Do you still have, like, do you have, do you, do you put the ring on when you go to practice or you just keep it somewhere <laughs> safe or what do you, how do you do that?
1: Uh, I keep it, yeah, I have it in a safe spot. I really don't pull it out much. I mean, sometimes I get asked to go to like, uh, events or something like that. Sometimes I'll, I'll pull it out for that.
0: I heard you were a humble guy. I had to ask that though. I didn't, <laughs> like, my, my, coach Bose told me you're, you're a really humble guy so I had to ask if you were if you ever wanted to show out show out the hardware or anything like that but you know you want it so that's good
1: that's well and that's just it I mean you don't you know kind of like when when do you wear it I mean you're not like it's you're gonna wear it every day and uh and again it's it's more what it represents more than anything you know the hard work and the, the you know team coming together and having that successful se- season is pretty cool and you, know, yeah. sometimes you sometimes these guys I'm coaching, I'm like, well, maybe I should bring the ring out just so I can remind them you know, that you know a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, even though yeah, I, don't man. Anything,
0: I don't know anything, I do know a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that ring shows it. I think you know a little bit, Coach. That, that, that is funny. Now, were you a Steelers fan growing up? Were you an Eagles fan? Or did you have a team yeah. growing up?
1: Yeah. so I mean, I probably was more of an Eagle fan uh, growing okay. up. Um, You know, I would have watched, like, the, the Reggie Whites and – Oh you know, Randall okay. Cunningham and the gang green team. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, so um yeah, I mean that would have been my team back then.
0: Okay. And what about now? Do you I mean, do you you still keep up with the Eagles? Are you more Pittsburgh? Or I know you had a stint in Arizona and El, and with the Rams. Like you, yeah, you I mean, have a team you follow now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I follow the Steelers and Eagles both. I mean, it's funny how like after you played it, you know, I look at the games a little differently. You know what I mean? I'm not quite as much as a fan as I you know, you watch watching games more for like different matchups that you see, you know, you're kind of curious to see how teams match up and, you know, when you're, your job is to to watch film all the time. Uh, I find myself watching games and really just, you know, analyzing what's going on in defense. So sometimes you don't feel like it's, you know, it. I, I still enjoy, it, but I don't, it's a okay. little different than just watching it for, you know, like a uh, entertainment kind of thing. But uh, I, you know, but, I still keep in touch. It's not quite maybe the level I used to.
0: Gotcha. Now, I've got to ask, because I know my, I'm an Eagles fan. And I'm pretty confident that they're going to be back in the playoffs this year. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, this is a dig at your old team, but yeah. Pittsburgh's three and two. Yeah. A lot of people could argue they could easily be one and four. Yeah. Um, what What are your give us an honest assessment of what like where they're at right now? I know they they don't want to admit they're rebuilding, but they kind of are. But they you know, with that, with how they're so up and down, they could be a playoff team.
1: What's your yeah. assessment
0: of that so far?
1: yeah i mean um i i like their d-line of course i mean that that's a solid part of that defense and i think yes. that having dj watt back i mean he's a, he's a difference maker for that team offensively I, you know i'm not sure what their identity is you know you always mm-hmm. talk a lot about what's our what's our identity gonna be and so you have a second year quarterback he looks really good i think the future is bright for him okay uh but it, it's kind of like you got you got to try and figure out what you know, are you going to throw the ball a ton? Are we going to try and run the ball? You know, what what are you going to do here? Uh, and sometimes the first quarter of the year, the first four games of the year really is kind of how I look at it. Um, it. You know, it doesn't really show itself as far as what your identity is going to be. So in some ways I'm like, if you can get through that quarter of the game or the season, so to speak, like it's where they're at now, that can be encouraging because you're like, you still got a lot to work out, but right. you have time to do it. Um, okay. You know, we always said like, you want to be playing your best football at that third quarter part of the season. You know what I mean? When it's 10, 12 games in and you start start to already figure Hey, we figured it out. Now we got four games to finish four or five games to finish the season and go right into the playoffs. And um, because it's such a long season, it's like, you know, it's hard to make assessments this early. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was good to see him beat Baltimore. You know, I, I think after the 49ers beat him up that one game, I was like, man, either the 49ers are that much better or the Steelers have just got a long way to go. But um, it Might be both, Coach. It might it be, both. be both. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell but, you, I
0: didn't yeah, – oh, go, go ahead.
1: ahead. No, that's all I, was gonna, I had for that. So, go but ahead. I didn't know – like, when I'm
0: – I knew about the, the Ravens-Steelers rivalry – to an extent, but I didn't realize the severity of it until I moved down here. I live in uh outside of Fairfax, Virginia now. Okay. Um, like like how intense this rivalry between the Steelers and Ravens really is. It's it's up there with the likes of you know Eagles, Cowboys, Lakers, Celtics, you know, yeah. Red Sox, Yankees, in my opinion. Um, what yeah. I mean, do you do you ever like hear from Ravens fans? I know they're they're a wild <laughs> bunch too, just like Steelers fans. Is that hatred like carry into the locker room as it does with the fans between Steelers and Ravens? Uh, yeah,
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. When I mean, we were out of it. I don't run into that kind of stuff as much, but I mean, when you're, when we were in it, I mean, there was years where we played them three times in a season. Uh, you know, you played them two times during the season then you played them in the playoffs. Okay. And, um, I, you know, we always said you just threw your records, whatever the records were of each team at the time, you threw those out the window and that was like a playoff game in the season. Like
0: every for game, like it is
1: yeah, like you're just going to go battle like it's a playoff game. And like playoff games are a little different just because you're like, it's a one game mentality. There's no self-preservation mode. You're literally going out and giving it your all because it's like that kind of atmosphere. And yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely a level of hatred when you just think about some of those teams <laughs> that you battled that hard with. Uh, yeah. you know, Sometimes people would ask me about Bart Scott or, Ray Lewis or those type of guys. And I'm like, I respect them. Uh, by no means, I mean, I, I respect those guys. They're good players. They were great teams that we played. But you just wanted to win. I mean, you were new. Like, going into those games, you're going to give it your all because it's like, at the end of the day, I, I can go oh and whatever. But
0: if I went 2-0 and oh against those guys, it was a good <laughs> year. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. I'm glad you had yeah. <laughs> that. Well um, yeah. Did you have any funny trash talk? I mean, Bart Scott and Ray Lewis, two Names you just brought up or you know, they were great players, but they were great trash talkers too. Is there any like funny trash talking story you wanted to share by chance with them, or anybody in general you played against? Oh man, that's, that's a tough
1: spot. I mean, I I wasn't one to, to reciprocate the uh, talking. Like if somebody else was talking, it was probably more one sided. But uh, no, nothing <laughs> really. Not, nothing really comes to mind. I do remember, you know, Bart Scott and those guys would run their mouths a little bit, but uh, most of the time you're just kind of like. Recovered from the play before getting back in the huddle and just, you know, grinding it out. And, you know, my perspective was always to, Hey, let my play do, do the talking. Um, okay. other guys want to run their mouths. And I, in my mind, when I heard somebody run their mouths, I was like, well, you're trying to convince yourself of doing the job. Uh, that's okay. what I looked at. And I said, Hey, you know, if you're going to run your mouth early in the game, that's fine. We'll see if you run your mouth in the fourth quarter. So <laughs> you know what I mean? See. Many, many hits yeah. ahead of it. so Um, but like I said, I th- some guys I think they needed, you know, they needed to get themselves going, or
0: that's just the way they play, you know.
1: Uh, okay, and, and I can respect that, I guess.
0: Okay, okay. Um, now, have you with the back to the Hall of Fame and congrats again, by the way. Obviously, it's well well deserved. You have you thought about who's gonna do your induction speech yet?
1: Well, um, I was under the
0: impression that I, I I'm doing my own speech. <laughs> Oh, but who's indu- Is anybody inducting you? I don't know if, if, if that's happening I, either, or does anybody give an introduction speech for you?
1: I um, not that I know of. I am you know I'm kind of new to this thing, so I'm not sure. Um, okay. Yeah, if, if there's any of that going on or not, I, uh, I I know that they give you about three to five minutes to give an uh, accepting the award, and and then that's. They have yeah, good they food, food there. Food I, food. I was there
0: last year, man. You'll you'll enjoy okay. the the buffet. That's what I can yeah. tell you. That I don't know if they. Uh... I can't remember last year if they they had. Some... You know what? Now it actually makes sense. They don't have somebody induct you. That's I'm thinking of because my father was in the McCaskey Hall of Fame last year. I did his induction speech, but that's nothing to do with okay. you. <laughs> that's a separate gotcha. Hall of Fame. Gotcha. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll let you let you go on this. Is there? You know, you talked about it earlier, but you know, you've had a long, successful career both on the field and off the field. Mm-hmm. What message would you like to get out to uh, kids here locally that are playing football, maybe, or just playing a sport in general? What message would would you like to give them?
1: Yeah, I, um, you know, that's a good question. I have to think about that for a minute. I, I think there's a lot of things you could say. Uh, um, you know, I I would encourage them to just, you know. Um, be committed to whatever it is you want to do right now and just and work hard at it. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of things pulling at you from different angles of what you can or could do. Uh, pick, pick that one thing that you're going to put it your all into and, and totally, you know, give 100% every day to it. Uh, and I think that you'll get the results you're looking for.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, coach Kreider, I really appreciate you taking the time and joining the podcast. Um, it's been It was a privilege to watch you play. Even though I was an Eagles fan, I was still happy for the local connection, getting your Super Bowl ring. It was, you know, I know my friends speak the world of you, that coached with you and worked with you. My brothers did as well, too. So it's an honor to have you on this, and congratulations uh, once again for the induction. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, Coach. Thank you again. Awesome. Thanks.